Welcome to the Information Systems for Business podcast. I'm your host, Craig Van Slyke. The main purpose of the podcast is to augment the book, Information Systems for Business and Experiential Approach by Franz Belanger, Craig Van Slyke, and Rob Crossler. The book is published by Prospect Press. Before we get started, I want to give a few disclaimers. The podcast purposely omits many details in order to get to the high points of each chapter. So listening to the podcast is not a substitute for reading the book. Each episode contains my view of the most important points of each chapter. Your professor may have a different view. The podcast is solely my responsibility, so any errors are on me, not my co-authors, your professors, Prospect Press, or my employer. Enough of the disclaimers, let's get to the good stuff. In this episode, we hit the high points of Chapter 2, Introduction to Information Systems. The focusing story for Chapter 2 tells about how I actually registered for classes back in 1981. Yeah, I'm old. You don't need to remind me. Here's the short version. It was a colossal pain. We had to drive to campus, stand in line, wait, watch overhead projectors with transparencies, not PowerPoint, panic as classes get closed. I guess some things are the same now. Wait some more, then wait again, and finally get registered. Trust me, it's a lot better now. The really interesting thing is that even though it's much more efficient now, Many of the processes and rules governing registration are still the same. It's how they get done that's different. Information systems are going to be a huge part of your life, regardless of your major and eventual profession. There's just no way to escape them. So, you should have some basic understanding of what they are and how they work. That's really the point of the whole book. So this chapter, along with chapter 1, lay the foundation for understanding how the material in the book fits together. It does this by explaining a bit about systems and how they function. After the focusing story, the chapter introduces the concept of systems. A system is a set of interacting components that work together to accomplish some goal by taking inputs and processing them into outputs. Of course, there's a whole lot more to systems, but that's the big picture. It's just a bunch of pieces working together to change inputs into outputs to achieve some goal. A video game system is an example. You have a console, a controller, a screen of some sort, and a headset maybe. Those are all parts of the system. But each of those systems is, in its own right, a system. A console is made up of a bunch of components, as is the controller, screen, and headset. When systems are components of other systems, we call them subsystems. There's a lot more to this, so be sure to read the chapter. Yeah, I know, nag, 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 but you really should read the chapter. An information system is a particular kind of system that's directed towards dealing with information collection, manipulation, storage, organization, retrieval, and communication. Although information systems don't have to involve computers, that's our focus here. Information systems include five basic operations, which we call the information processing cycle. These are input, collecting data and converting it into a form that allows processing, processing, manipulation of the data, output, transforming the processed information into a usable form, storage, which is just what it says, storing the data for later use, and control, making sure the components work together in the way that they should. Information systems have six critical elements. Don't confuse these with the information processing cycle, which is a set of functions. The six critical elements are data, which are raw facts, text, numbers, and so forth that serve as inputs, hardware, which are physical devices such as processors, storage media, and peripherals like printers and displays, Software, which is sets of instructions that make all of this work. Communication media, which are devices and rules that let computers communicate. Procedures, which are the instructions for proper use. And last, but certainly not least, people, the actual users of the information systems. Next, the chapter discusses how information systems help us deal with information. 
The gist of it is that information systems can manipulate and communicate data quickly, accurately, and consistently. They also let us retrieve data and output information in many different forms, such as spreadsheets, documents, visuals, among others. The chapter also discusses how information systems can facilitate change and describe some common types of information systems. So here are the main points made in Chapter 2. Information systems, being systems, consist of different components working together to achieve some goal by converting inputs, data, into outputs. Don't forget that people are included among the elements of information systems. Information systems are useful because they collect, process, store, and output information really, really well. Information systems can help managers bring about organizational change. This happens in a variety of ways. Common information systems vary in their reach, which ranges from personal applications used by individuals to global systems used by many different organizations across the world. We'll talk about many of these throughout the book. Of course, I'm leaving out a lot of details here, so wait for it. Read the book. Okay, that's it for this episode. Remember that you still need to read the chapter since the book has much more detail. Have I mentioned that yet? Fortunately, we, the co-authors, worked really hard to keep the chapter short and to the point so the reading shouldn't be too bad. Talk to you next time.